Good afternoon, everybody. This is Brian Sprang. I'm back with Matt Jennings, CEO of Quest Federal Credit Union, and we are in episode two of Exploration, our Quest Federal Credit Union podcast. How's it going, Matt? Very good, Brian. And yourself? Not too bad. Awesome. So episode one, we, we talked a lot about what it is that Quest does, how we've, how we've grown over the years, what it means to be part of the, uh, part of the Quest team, the board of directors, field of membership, credit union in, in general terms. Today, we wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, a deeper dive into Quest, the Quest way, what it is that we do, why we do what we do, and, and other topics related to that. So... Before we get started, anything to anything to note? No, those sound like great topics, and the, and I'm re, I'm excited to talk about how we got the name Quest. It's just a cool story. Yeah. So I guess without further ado, how did we come up with the name Quest? Okay, so back in the day, as we talked about in episode one, we were Hardin Community Federal Credit Union uh, and Logan Community Federal Credit Union. We merged uh, the, the Bell Fountain Credit Union in on January one two thousand and nine. Okay. Was the actual date that we cut over. And we called, we still called ourselves Hardin Community right. Federal Credit Union. And, but when we answered the phone and much like the Kenton Rockwell standard federal credit union days, when we answered the phone in Logan County, it was Logan Community Federal Credit Union, a subsidiary of Hardin Community. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And you know, for <laughs> yeah, marketing. Like, salad. Yeah. Yeah. How do you make that look good? Right. On a mailing. Absolutely. On a website. Difficult. Yep. Yeah. It's impossible. So, it, so a singular a branding effort was needed. Right. And it was something where we felt, we felt like we did this from Kenton Rockwell to Hardin community and only six years had passed. And I believe when IGA became Logan community, it was, it was that same proximity, six, seven years that let's do this once and let's do it the right way. And I know you get bombarded with solicitations for people wanting to provide marketing assistance and branding help and all of that stuff. And and that's all well and good, but (laughs) that also can cost anywhere from 10,000 to a hundred thousand dollars, depending on what you do. We felt like, okay, if we do that, that's okay. I mean, if we need to do that, that's okay, but let's give this a shot. Let's try to do this ourselves. And, and back then Shannon Allman, who is now our VP of ag quest lending, uh, was the community relations person. And Dick Wilcox was president of the board. And so we sat down and we really talked about it and we thought, let's not get in a big hurry. We can make this work for the next year or two with the blended name. Sure. But let's do this right. And, you know, like the the first thing that came to mind and, and you might get a chuckle out of this was like Halo, Harden, Logan, oh, okay. you know, yeah. and then do some catchy like Halo type logo. Sure. All right. Not bad. Uh-huh. But what happens when you add another community? Yeah. You know what happens? You know, it, does that really carry us? Yes. the distance, Correct. you know, all the way. Yeah. And no, it didn't. So, you know, we started to rule stuff like that out and it got to the point where, um, Shannon and Dick and I came up with this idea where I would survey the board and staff on a weekly basis. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and it was fun because, you know, email, uh-huh. everyone was well-versed in email at that point. And, and so we, we would come up with a list of questions like, in one word, define what you do or in this phrase, which word do you think best describes how you serve our membership? And they were those kind of like interesting. Right. Exercises in thinking about, uh, 
Yeah. Without thinking about it, without thinking about it. Right. Sure. Right. And not trying to plant any seeds, yeah. you know, like we would choose words and I kept on my desk for about a year and a half, a business dictionary, a Webster's dictionary and a thesaurus. And I kept them because they're to me, they, I spent a lot of time in those three books over that, oh, over that right. year and a half, but yeah. we would go through. And I think, you know, we, we started this, um, probably in the spring of 2009 okay. with a goal of wrapping it up by our planning session, right. which is, would have been January of 2010. And then it, you change a name and of course you got to do an official request with the NCUA and you have to research and make sure there's not another credit union out there with that like or similar type name. So we worked through this process and I would do it every week and I would send it out on a Monday or a Tuesday and ask everyone to reply by Friday. So if that started in the spring, I'm going to say by fair time. You know, Hardin, Wyandotte County fair time. The staff was firmly believing that one, I was either trying to get a master's degree or two, I'd lost my mind. Like they were like, what is he doing? That's awesome. And really what it was, was we were we were struggling. We, we were treading water with it. Like how do we, you know, anytime we had a great idea or someone would throw a word at us Uh and we'd go to the dictionary and we'd look at what it means. And then we'd check the thesaurus and make sure that we don't inadvertently pick a name that. Yeah. Any, any negative consequences or anything of that nature. Sure. Yeah. Just making sure that it was, that it was good. It was solid all the way around. And go to the NCUA's website and there's one in Kansas. Yes. You know, it's like, oh man, come on. You know, so it's fall. And uh, I don't know. I know you're a reader like I am, but I grew up loving early American history. And there's an author who he's from Chicago as a boy, but landed in Belfountain, Ohio, by the name of Alan Eckert. And and a lot of people know of Alan Eckert and some do not. But he wrote a series of books called The Winning of America. And the most famous one for our area is The Frontiersman, you know, and it's Simon Kenton and it's primarily Simon Kenton, but Daniel Boone and the history of this entire area. And and Dick and I agreed that, you know, before we were here, this was Shawnee territory. Right. And, and we didn't want to encroach uh-huh. on any of their heritage or anything like that. But we did want to incorporate that. Sure. You know, that heritage yeah. all the way back to early America. Like, right. you know, what was this area about? What, you know, and and I'm a, a fan of history and, yeah. you know, the Cowboys and Indians. I kind of rooted for the Indians personally. <laughs> but, you know, that that was just my thing. And and so I thought, you know what? Alan Eckert's still alive. I went and listened to him speak at Bell Fountain High School. And oh, man, and his story is incredible. Yeah. Um, if he was still living, he should do a podcast <laughs> series because it was an unbelievable life story that he told. Um, but I, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to write him a letter. Sure. So I that was probably before Google. So I just started looking on the Internet until I found where he was at. And it was in Florida. Um Gulf Coast. I can't remember the town, okay. but I just wrote him a letter yeah. and explained like what I was, you know, where I was at with it. And this is what I'm trying to do. And I loved all your books and I read every one of them and I've read the frontiersman multiple times and da, 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 da. So I fire off this letter. And in the meantime, I keep doing this weekly <laughs> thing with the staff and the board and I'm sure everyone's getting sick to death. Yeah. And Shannon and Dick and I are meeting once a month and kind of going through and we liked some of the stuff we came up with. But again, we didn't just we didn't have that one. Right. You know, that we hadn't. Um, 
And we didn't want to just hit a single. I mean, we wanted like the home run. Yeah, we wanted the home run. Game winning walk off homer. <laughs> and uh, and so lo and behold, it was probably about Halloween time. I get a letter back. Really? Yeah. And it was I kept it. It's out. It's in the permanent records out in the nice. out in the uh, in the records room. And he, he wrote a really thoughtful good letter uh, back to me about the process that I was going through. And I read it the first time and I thought, well, he didn't give me the answer. <laughs> you know, like, you, you got to pay him for that. Dude, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I never thought about that. Should I offer him a check? He's, he's in marketing now. Too. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, I thought, well, that's great that he sent me a letter back, but that was no help. And I set it down and I kind of walked away from it. I was not disappointed, just like, well, sort of a dead end again. And then I went back to it and I read it again. Uh And like in the last sentence, he says something and I I should have this memorized, but it was, I believe you will find your answer in the journey. And if you knew his life story and all the books, you know, he wrote about people that were explorers, Uh you know, that's the, that's what they were. And he didn't glorify, um, you know, some of the bad stuff that went on with that, you know, he was just telling the, the history of it all. Right. And I thought, journey. Oh my gosh. So I go to the thesaurus uh-huh. and I'm like, journey. I don't know about that. You know, if that's a good name, of course you look in, uh, in the thesaurus and journey is quest, right? You know, yes. that's one of, Yes. Oh my God. I love it. You yes. know, go to the dictionary, nothing negative, you know, right. Oh my gosh, go to the, go to the business dictionary. Right. Is there, you know, and, and there used to be a, I, they could still be around. But a, it was like telecommunications, but it was Quest with a W. Yes. Right. Yes. And uh, and I thought, OK, we don't want to infringe on that because I'm sure we probably invest all this time and effort only to get a cease and desist. Exactly. You know, so I, I went to the business dictionary and I'm like, OK, there's you know, there's no one that seems to have that like super protected. Right. Go to the NCUA's website. There's no, no Quest. No quest. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I get a hold of Dick and Shannon. And I'm like, what do you guys think of this? And, you know, and it really, when I read the definition of quest and you took that and turned it into some cool branding, it just nailed it. Right. And it was like, oh my gosh. So bam, we put in a request for the name change. Uh-huh. And then we're looking at a tagline, you right. know, something like that. So I gave the staff and board about a three week break while we went through the paperwork. And I finally got a commitment back from the NCUA that, yeah, we'll hold that. You got to do something with it in six months. Cool. All right. So now let's get a tagline. Let's start talking about logos and stuff like that. And so back to the weekly thing, trying, you know, coming up with that. Pull some information out. Exactly. And back to a lot of the original responses that we had. And, you know, the word explore continued to come back. Um, endless possibilities, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, so then Shannon and Dick and I kind of talked that through and quest federal credit union, explore the possibilities, Mm. you know, that like, okay, that's pretty in it ties, you know, the explore ties in with the journey and the quest and all of that. And, uh, and we thought, okay, I think we got it. We've got it. And we had about a month before planning session and then we engaged right? because I'm artistically challenged. You're really good at that. Um, I am definitely not. I struggle with stick figures, but, um, so we, we engaged a, a, um, 
graphic design firm. Graphic design firm to, to do a logo. Right. Yeah. Right. For that. Yeah. And, you know, do you make a script or whatever? And, and the young man that we worked with was really good because he wanted to have a couple conversations about how did you get to this name? What do you believe it means? And he came back with a lot of cool stuff, but there's one little thing about Quest, the Quest logo that I don't know that a lot of people know. And I think it's just neat because I know it intimately and I see it and I, it makes me smile. And, uh, and, and I'll get to that. But he came back with really cool stuff, like, but some trendy stuff too. Okay. Like the quest looked like the power button on a computer, nice. you know, yeah. yeah, very cool at the time, 2010 and, you right. know, big techs yeah. coming on and with, um, you know, some flamboyant type colors, okay. you know, the purples yes. and the neon yeah. greens and, and we loved all that stuff, but we came back to, okay, we, we feel like we hit that walk off ninth inning home run, but do we just want a trendy logo or do we want that same thing? Do we want something that we're not changing it? Yeah. We're not mixing up colors. Stand the test of time and really mean something for everybody longer than just a fad in the industry or technology boom or whatever you might want to consider. Right. Right. You got it. And so, and and we, we did some color Uh research, you know, like what color, um, you know, do you want to stay away from what, you know, what people mentally associate with colors. And so we kind of like that blue and silver strong, but not overbearing look. And the more we talked to this young guy and the more he understood the heritage of our area and that that played into, and the, the story about reaching out to Alan Eckert and, and he came back with, listen, I think you need to do this and, and sort of a new world, old look script, Uh hence the quest federal credit union and, and the tagline. And I've got an idea for the tail of the queue that it's a uh, feather Uh as a shout out to the warrior, the Shawnee warrior. And you, you got it. it Right. So even, you know, it's tough to see on a sweatshirt or a (laughs) t-shirt or something, but if you really look at it, that, that was originally designed as a, you know, as a shout out to that, to that original. That's really cool. Area heritage of the Shawnee tribe uh, without encroaching on any of their beliefs, any of their rights. Um, But just something to say, Hey, we, we know that's, you know, that's where we are. It's what happened. And, and we appreciate it. That's right. And we have some very famous, um, leaders that, that came from this area and blue jacket and Tecumseh. And I mean, tremendous leaders of people and their communities that that's a little, that's a little shout out to them and, and, and their, uh, their heritage, which is part of our heritage. And so that's the story. And we took it, we took it to their planning session and, and we were right down to the deadline. Like when we finally got all the stuff, like planning session was on a Saturday and I think I finally got it all on a Thursday. We walk in and we do our normal planning session, you know, kind of laundry list of stuff. And then we got to rebranding. Yes. There wasn't a person in the room that wasn't one blown away and two didn't immediately fall in love with that name, that tagline, the, the logo, all of that done. Let's do it. What, what's the next step? I feel like that was like right before I started on the board was like a year or two before I started. You came on the board in 11. Yeah. So that was, we actually launched the name May 1 
and made all the changeovers to signage and stuff on Memorial Day weekend of 2010 and June 1 officially rebranded. And so, yeah, that was exactly right before you came on the board of directors. And yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It was an awesome process. And, uh, you know, I hate it that that some of the old time guys uh-huh. and ladies that started the credit union didn't get a chance to be a part of it or at least know yeah. that it happened um, because I think they'd have been really proud of us. Oh, yeah. But maybe in some way they are, you know, yeah. oh, some yeah. way they absolutely, know. Right. absolutely. With all of the uh, um, the longtime members and, and uh, you know, some of the the day one members from mm-hmm. the from the factory that we've seen over the years at the uh, at the uh, annual meeting and other events that we've held. I you know, they they believe in what what's happening and, and really, I think, love to see the growth uh, that we've that we've accomplished within the last uh, well over 50 years. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So how does that, uh, how would you say that the brand helps to define how we do business? Um, you know, I think in a, if you read the definition of quest and you think about how we approach just about everything, uh-huh. um, and, and you know, to the, uh, to the member that doesn't work here or isn't on the board of directors, this may not be as evident, but to us, it's very evident that no matter what every day, we're not looking for change for the sake of change, right. but we are looking for what is the next best thing that we can provide to our membership? Again, it goes back to giving them the best service possible, the best product, the best, you know, cafeteria of services that they can receive. And so, um, you know, in, in partnership with our data processing system, which, you know, is a tremendous resource for us, as you know, online banking and bill pay and all of the things that you manage and market, super effectively um, that we're, we want to be on that cutting edge. We want to be taking that journey. Just like Mr. Eckert said, we want to be on that journey every day when we walk in the door and every night when we walk out. And I'm sure for a lot of us, as we're sitting around, you know, having a cold drink or watching TV or reading the news, that's still in the back of your mind. Like what can we do to be better? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, that exceptional service and the innovative products, I mean, it really is a journey. Um, we we really try to take advantage of that technology that's offered when it's offered. Sometimes it may not be first to market, but we're certainly there uh, as soon as we possibly can be, as soon as it's cost effective, as soon as it's technologically sound and, and secure, and we can do it and know that the risk to our membership, to the credit union, as soon as we know that that's at its lowest possible point, we want to jump on that and we want to provide every service and opportunity um, so that you have a hometown bank and you don't have to uh, go out and go to one of the, to the national or international chains just to get remote deposit. So, you know, we offer that as soon as we can. And, and that goes for a lot of our services, whether it's the, uh, money desktop budgeting tool, or whether it is remote deposit bill pay and those other services, those technology pieces really help our members, uh, you know, stay local, keep us top of mind and, and really help 
provide that service and uh, function that, that, that they need yeah. in their day to day lives. Yeah. And I think you do an excellent job, Brian, when, you know, you're, you're exceptional at knowing what's coming, right. you know, and, and what are the big national competitors that we have? What are they doing and where are we at in the process of not playing catch up with them? Cause we're not chasing them. We're, yeah. we're doing our own thing, right. but how can we provide that solution to our membership mm-hmm. in a safe way? Right. And, and that's the key is especially from, a, a, you know, Brian wears many different hats, but really to me, the one that, that keeps me up at night is, you know, data security. And I think everyone worries about that nowadays. Um, and we don't rush to market with anything. Brian never says, let's just do it. You know, it's always, let's make sure that, yeah, this is going to be really cool and people are going to love this, but we're not going to do it until it's right. Yeah. And we're not going to do it until, you know, we, their wallet's safe, yes. their identity safe. And, and not to say that, you know, bad things don't happen out there. I mean, you see hacks and, uh, you oh, know, yeah. and the fraud that comes along daily that right. just keeps coming. Um, I can't wait to get into that topic in a future episode to talk about the threats and the other uh, safeguards. Uh, well, threats being one thing and then the safeguards to protect against those threats and what can you do as a member, whether you're a member at Quest or whether you a bank or uh, choose to, to take your money elsewhere, you know, that is immaterial at some point to anybody. And it's just about how do you protect yourself online? How do you protect your family? How do you protect those assets, your children and those things you've worked so hard for? So, yeah, I can't wait to talk about that in a future episode. Um you know, in episode one, we talked about uh, when you came on on board. Was that twenty three years yeah, ago? Twenty three years ago. Um, that's a that's a really fantastic amount of time that you've spent with Quest with the community. Um, you know, we also talked about community support and community initiatives that we love to take part in. Um, one of those things that I think is really important is the longevity of our staff and and how that plays a, a role in what we've done over the last 50 years. How do you uh, how does that what's the culture difference about, you know, making sure we have people on board that believe in what we do that, that want to be here and and how do we sustain that? Yeah. And I think that, you know, what I will call the quest way, so to speak. And, and that's not a phrase that we use around here, like right. on an everyday basis, but just our way of doing things is, you know, I, I would, again, I won't say that I think, I believe that we treat each other. Right as family yes, with a lot of respect. And whether you've been here a week or you've been here 27 years, you know, we all look out for one another more than willing to step up and help each other. Um, you know, we've all been through those times where it's tremendous joy and you've had a baby or you got married or, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. And, and the, and the tremendous loss where, you know, it's the loss of a, of a parent or a sibling or even a child. And, and no matter what, we try to celebrate those things and mourn those things and right. take up for one another, just like a family would do. And I think that's the quest way. And again, I think that goes all the way back to that member experience mm-hmm. that, you know, we want them to have the best experience possible. And I believe that the board of directors not only wants the membership to have the best experience possible, they want us as staff members to be cared for. Right. Um, you got, you got to go, you got to, you got to have some time off, you know, that you're comfortable asking for that, that, you know, that when I go to care for that sick family member or to, you know, watch, 
be with my wife when she delivers a baby or you deliver and, you know, the ladies around here delivering a baby that no matter what, no one's going to hold it against you that you are away. They're going to pick up the slack. They're going to do it because they know darn well you would do it for them in a heartbeat. And I think that's the difference is just that climate and culture that starts with the board that give the best experience we can and try to have the best experience we can. And Brian, I think, you know, we're going to find doing these exploration episodes that we, we like to have fun. We work hard and we have a lot of fun. Work hard, play hard. Yeah. And uh, and I think some of these, when we look ahead at some of the topics that we have and some of the cast of characters okay. that are going to come in yes. and record with you and I, this could be really fun. Oh, um, and I think that will resonate with the listener. Yeah. That, hey, these these people, they're really good at what they do and they're trying really hard to help me. And they're having a blast while they do it. You know, there there are those moments that it's not easy. The hard stuff that we got to do. But just being good to people and serving people should be fun. It should. Right. So that's the quest way. Dick was not one of the quote unquote charter members that signed the original charter, but he was one of the, it was a Rockwell guy. He was one of the first to cough up five bucks and become a member. So yeah, I consider Dick a charter member of the credit union. Thanks so much for your, uh, your leadership, Dick, over the last, however many, how many years did he serve as board? From 2008 until 2020. That's so 12 years, but a, but a cumulative total of 30, I believe on the board. Wow. Yeah. So he's been around. Yeah. He's Dick's been here yeah. a long time, put in a lot of time, um, served as treasurer for a little bit. Um, really just that steady, you know, Dick, oh, that steady, absolutely. calm, easy presence, uh-huh. never flustered, never upset, just listens, digests, make his suggestions here, comments there. Yep, absolutely. Right. And, um, you know, to continue real quickly, just the that longevity of staff, who is our longest serving staff member? Cheryl Titus. Cheryl Titus. She is our chief accounting officer. Um, you may see her out and about. She's very active with the Rotary. Yes. And uh, other organizations. But shout out to shout out to Cheryl. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Cheryl Titus. Very cool. All right. Well, we're coming up on the uh, on the 26, 27 minute mark. So uh, we want to keep these episodes easily digestible and not too long, not too long winded. Uh, we have lots of other topics coming down the down the line. Um, we hope to cover a lot of different things. And if there's, uh, like Matt said, some suggestions from the audience, we will always listen to those. Uh, once we uh, once we hear from you, we'd love to incorporate that. And Brian, I think, you know, the the, the time frame that we're living in here. So in, in case someone's listening to this a hundred years from now, um, this, you know, we're, we're in December of 2020, which is dead red middle of a pandemic. Yep. And uh, life has changed drastically over the last nine months for everyone. Yep. Um, and our heart goes out to those that are no longer with us and their families. But back to a topic that you brought up, which is the cybersecurity, the threats that are out there. You know, I'd like to start with real elementary stuff sure. like new accounts and things like yeah. that. But maybe, maybe yeah. think this over and, and I'm open to suggestion, but maybe those are the relevant topics yeah. that, that we need to get on right away because people are shopping differently currently. They're they're 
So much online work, everything that whether it's school shopping, um, you know, managing your financial, uh, you know, your portfolio, working from home, all of those things require security. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome to talk about that. And, and like Matt said, we have, um, you know, we'd like to bring on our other uh, executive management team members to talk about things that are relevant to their positions, to our members and how how what they do in their positions lead to the success of our members, uh, whether it be in the loan side of thing, whether it's uh, preparing for uh, retirement and, and uh, you know, CDs, deposits, those kinds of things. All of that plays a significant part in what we do. So any parting parting words of wisdom? No, thanks again. This has been a lot of fun. And this is I, I hope people tune in. I hope they listen. I hope you learn. Uh, and I hope you're entertained because yes. we're going to we're going to do a, our best to make sure that this is a fun way to learn about um, Quest and then what we do and how that can benefit you as a member. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for listening, everybody. This is Brian Sprang and Matt Jennings. Have a great day. Thank you.